This is Educate for Life with Kevin Conover on AM 1170, The Answer. Educate for Life, a look at current events from today's headlines and how they affect you. What you believe shapes your worldview and your ultimate destiny. Learn more now at educateforlife.com. Now, in studio, here is your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. Thanks for joining us this evening. On the show tonight, I have a trader, and uh, he's a trader to Islam. He's actually from Cairo, Egypt. His name is Mohammed Kamel, and he doesn't go by that name today because he's he's his life has changed. But uh, you're on Educate for Life Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego, every Sunday, 4 to 5 p.m. You can stream the show all over the world at am1170theanswer.com. And uh, he has a powerful testimony. If you want to pick up his book, the book is Trader by Daniel Messiah. Not his original name. His original name is Mohammed Kamel. But basically, he had a radical transformation in his life in Egypt and uh, he's here in America now doing ministry, reaching Muslims. So we're going to get to hear his story this evening. Daniel, thank you for being on the show tonight. Thank you, Kevin. Fantastic. You know, um, Daniel, uh, it's so important. You know, Islam is such a hot issue right now all over the country. The, the, we have a 2016 election year. You have people that are very afraid uh, with the refugees that are coming into America uh, or promised to come into America, right? We've, there's talk of 10,000 refugees coming in and we were here in San Diego and you have one of the largest influx of refugees. And a lot of people are saying this is a bad idea. And a lot of Christians, well-meaning people are saying, Hey, this isn't something we should be doing. And I wanted to start off by you sharing with us your background, where you came from to try to dispel some of the fear that people have uh, about reaching out to their Muslim neighbors and, and people here in America. Thank you, Kevin. I'm honored to be on your uh, show and on your station. And uh, I am blessed to be in the United States to uh, share uh, what God did in my life in Egypt. And uh, we really uh, are spoiled here in the United States, you know, because you have a freedom to share your faith and uh, uh, to talk with people. And I didn't know why Christians are afraid of. You know, here you can talk with anyone about Jesus, about anything. Yeah. You know, and nobody will put you in prison like what happened in me, uh, with me in Egypt, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, my real name, as you mentioned, uh, was Muhammad Kamel, and I born in a Muslim family, and uh, I never thought to be a Christian. And sadly, Kevin, I have a Christian friend. For 12 years, he never shared the gospel with me. Now, this is in Egypt. In Egypt. Yeah, wow. of course. You know. Now, what is the percentage of Muslims and Christians in Egypt? Uh, I would say uh, 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 Muslims are 85% of the population and 15% are uh, Christian. Christian Coptic. And some of them they are evangel- evangelical and Pentecostal and some... Uh, uh, Presbyterians, you know, but the total percentage is like 15%. Percent. 
Now, now, when you said um, I grew up here and I, for for twelve years I had a friend who did not tell me about Christ. Uh, you're here in Egypt now. What time? Give us a time frame here. What? Well, I, I would say in 1979. Uh, that's when uh, God start you know showing me uh, himself. Uh, now, I was I was 23 years old. At okay. That time. Okay. Now, when you were young and you're growing up, you're going to elementary school and everything. Correct. Are you learning about Islam there in Egypt uh, in the uh, schools? Of course. Yeah. Islam is uh, the religion. Uh, all aspects of life uh, is uh, followed by uh, Sharia law and Sunnah. Sunnah mean uh, the practice of the Prophet Muhammad. Okay. You know, all Muslims, they follow the practice of the Prophet Muhammad. And uh, to be a good Muslim, you need to read the Quran. You need to know the Hadith, uh, the second book after the Quran, mm-hmm. and also to practice and to do whatever the Prophet Muhammad did or, say or said or act, you need to copy it. Okay. Yeah. Now, as you're growing up in this, now, did you have a big family? Did you come from a big family? Yes, uh, I have a big family, and my family, in fact, was very, very famous uh, in Egypt. Uh, I have, my uncle was a general uh, of the army at that time, of the Egyptian army. I have a, a brother. Uh, he was a judge at that time in the army. And uh, my mother is a lawyer in oh. Egypt. And uh, my dad uh, was a businessman, very rich businessman. And I was uh, in my uh, university, uh, tried to finishing my bachelor degree uh, in business. And I never thought uh, that God will uh, encounter, I will encounter God. Yeah, yeah, we never know what God's going to do in our lives. Now, um, did you, as you're growing up, you said you had a friend who was a Christian. Was do you? Was he afraid to talk to you about Christ? Exactly, he afraid because uh, you know uh, even uh, this is uh, happening in 1979. Uh, we never, you know, uh, heard about a Muslim become a Christian. You know, there is cases, very few cases, but it's not uh, on on the news. No, it's yeah, not in the public. Uh, you know, they try to hide it, the Muslim government in, in all Muslim countries. They yeah. didn't want it Muslim to see there are uh, some Muslim converted Christianity. Interesting. And of course, the Christians there, uh, they, they didn't know because it's all uh, happening underground, mm. you know, in churches underground. And uh, my friend uh, was uh, a Coptic uh, Orthodox. And he afraid to share anything about Jesus. We have been in college. I go uh, to sleep over in his home. He come to my house. His mom, great lady, she prepare food. He come to my house. You know, everybody knows him in my house as, you know, my Christian friend. Yeah. (laughs) But he never told me, Jesus loves you. Now, could could he have gotten in trouble if he had said that? To, I don't think so. No, okay. Because you know, it's among friends. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You see, and uh, I mean, you 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 said your was it your uncle who was a general? Right. Well, I, if I was your friend, I'd be a little nervous. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Exactly. But you see, I I, I will not. I, I'm not going saying you know my uncle is a general. Yeah. Yeah. And all of this, but as friends. You know, a Christian has the opportunity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to to just uh, with little words 
they can introduce Christ to, to Muslims. Yeah. But like you started the program and say a lot of Muslims, a lot of Christians are afraid. Yeah. Because what's happening, you know, in the Middle East and uh, ISIS and all of that, you know, still in, in, in back then there uh, was the Muslim Brotherhood, mm. you know, and the fanatic Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah. They always threaten Christian. Uh, if uh, they found out they tried to reach other Muslims. Yeah, and now I've heard that that when a Muslim converts, right, from, from my own studies, uh, their own life is maybe not not in in immediate physical danger, but still business-wise or relationship-wise, there's going to be potential persecution. trouble. Persecution, yeah. A great persecution. Yeah. You know, uh, even, uh, uh, even if they never share the gospel, it's still... You know, Christian population in any Muslim countries mm. are persecuted. For example, if uh, two doctors try to apply in a hospital, they will take the Muslim doctor instead of the Christian doctor. Yeah. You know, if uh, two students, you know, uh, one of them uh, need to be selected, you know, they always select uh, the Muslim background. Yeah. You know, Muslim always have the upper hand in Middle East. Yeah. You know, and Christian uh, consider the low class citizen mm. in Middle East. You know, some countries, they will not show it like in Egypt. But when it comes to action, when it comes to selection, they will select the Muslim and rejected the Christian. Yeah. Now, is we, we're about to come up on a break here, but how does Egypt compare to a country like Iran or Saudi Arabia or whatever, as far as religious freedom or, or Turkey is concerned, is there a difference there? When we come back, my guest tonight uh, has converted from Islam to Christianity uh, in, a long time ago. Mohammed Kamel uh, now goes by Daniel Messiah, started the first Arabic church here in San Diego. And we're just hearing his story and he's going to talk to us. He travels all over the country and all over the world talking to people about how to love their Muslim neighbors and ultimately how to share Christ with their Muslim neighbors. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. What do leading local restaurants have in common? They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. 
Add historic American beauty to your home today with genuine Amish furniture. It's built in the USA from solid cherry wood with a bourbon finish. Or choose alternative woods and finishes to accent your home's decor. You'll find it all at Tucker's Valley Furniture. For over 65 years, the Tucker family has served San Diego County. Still family-owned, Cash and Carry and Tucker's Valley Furniture. Two stores, both right across the street at Main and Mollison in El Cajon. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. I will cast my cares on you. You're the anchor of my hope, the only one who's in control. I will Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. You can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. My website is educateforlife.org. You can go there. You can pick up a recording of this show, or you can get more information on Islam. If you want to reach or, or get in touch with Daniel Messiah, he has a website, openthegates.org, and he's a missionary, essentially, reaching Muslims here in San Diego and around the world. And he has a book called Trader, which tells his story about how he came to Christ through really a supernatural experience. Is that right? Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Pastor Daniel, uh, how what happened next here? You're going to the university. You're 23 years old. What, what was the catalyst that ultimately led you to Christ? You know, uh, to finish uh, your question from the other uh, Sigma, yeah. you know, uh, most of uh, Middle Eastern countries, they respect Egypt and Egypt consider uh, the Hollywood of the Middle East. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everybody, the is that the pyramids? Or what? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> loves Egyptians. Okay. And they consider us the, the most funniest people in the whole Middle East, which it gave me, you know, uh, advantage, you know, uh, a great opportunity. So, so you're to, like, to you're talk. like a, a Californian almost in America, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. I, I got exactly. Like America to the rest of the world. You know, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, okay. uh, you can ask anyone, you know, uh, who is the uh, funniest uh, people in Middle East, they will tell you Egyptian. They watch our uh, movies, they uh, uh, singing our song, you know. Uh, Egypt is very, very uh, educated country, and uh, uh, the civilization there is almost, you know, thousand and thousand of years. You okay. know? Yeah, I mean, all the stories you know, in the Bible are all exactly. tied there. So you know, and uh, uh, what what I know about Christianity was from uh, Hollywood. The American Hollywood. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what movie? Give me some movies that you watch. You know, uh, the Ten Commandments or something like that. Uh, no. <laughs> what what uh, I used to watch is Clint Eastwood. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's the perfect example of Christianity. <laughs> exactly. You know, and that's what was uh, my understanding about Christianity. Watching this guy, you know, this guy is drunk. He's killing people. <laughs> You know, and all Muslim in Middle East thinking that is Christianity. Oh, my gosh. It's exactly really funny. It's, yeah. It's exactly like you guys here in America. Yeah. When I say the word Islam, you thinking about bombing and yeah. suicide bomber, you know, and that's why we're afraid. Muslim. So are Muslims all like afraid, like you to, to talk to a Christian because they're going to pull out a gun and up a gun? But you know, uh, they they didn't trust their ethics, their uh, you their, know their morality. 
Yeah, their morality. The, yeah, yeah, the morality. Yeah. Exactly. They think, oh, you know what? Even if they touch the Bible, uh, they will be unclean. Wow. And that's sad, you know? Yeah. Uh, even my friend in Egypt, uh, he was not that good example of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it was very hard for someone like me to accept Christ just looking to my friend or looking at the movie, you know? And yeah. I wanted to add something, you know, for example, like when they watch uh, Michael Jackson having a cross <laughs> and uh, all of those uh, actors, they really damage Christianity. Wow. And uh, most of the Muslims, I would say 90% of the Muslims, because they didn't have access to the Bible. Mm. They only watch Christian. Or the people saying we are Christian. Gosh, no, now, one, no wonder they're so against uh, exactly. Christianity. They wanted to kill us. Going to pollute, pollute the world. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They think they're doing favor for Allah if they uh, kill Christian and Jew because they look to us as infidels. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, and immoral people too, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one day I, I got a very funny thought. I said, hey, let me go to church. To make fun of those Christians and watch, you know, how they drink liquor, you know, women will be in bikinis <laughs> and uh, all of uh, drugs. They're and, in Egypt? It, it, uh, that's what, yeah, that's in Egypt. I was thinking if I go to a church like this, I will see all of those acts happening. Oh my yeah. gosh. And really uh, this is how God really used, you know, Hollywood yeah. to bring me to a church, you know. <laughs> And I told my friend, could you please take me to your church? And uh, my friend, afraid even to take me to his church, he thought I would put a bomb in his church. <laughs> he decided to take me to a different church. <laughs> you, know? you see how? And you Christian... guys didn't talk about this. <laughs> oh, and you see how Christian uh, love each other. You know, <laughs> don't bomb my church, bomb the other church. Oh, that's that's great. No, we talk about that later <laughs> after. I became a Christian, and uh, I told him, in fact, shame on you. You was afraid to take me to your church. Now, you know? do you, are you guys still in touch? Do you still oh, stay yeah. in touch? He, he is now uh, also involved in ministry, and he and the whole family in Egypt came to know the Lord. Wow. They are born-again Christian now. You guys should go on a world tour together. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went to the church with him, and I was sitting in the back, and— uh, uh, I was waiting when is uh, liquor would be served, the <laughs> dancing, all of this, you know, and nothing happened. And at the end of the meeting, the pastor uh, uh, asked the, one of the people to lead them in prayer. And I didn't know how Christians pray. I kicked my friends. I told them, how you guys pray? He said, just close your eyes and listen to the prayer. I thought he wanted me to close my eyes. Then they can do the bad thing, you know, <laughs> in the meeting. And I pretended I'm closing, but I was watching everything in the meeting and nothing happened. I was very disappointed <laughs> because I came all of the way to, to see this stuff and nothing happened. I said to myself, you know what? Maybe my friend told them I'm here. They will not do it today. Well, you guys don't trust each other at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, you know, in Egypt, in fact, that's a, that's a very important point you're saying yeah the middle eastern people they didn't trust each other yeah even countries yeah i mean you guys are friends you said he was friends for 12 yeah, years and you guys... trust each other. <laughs> yeah and uh, i thought he told them 
uh, I am here. They will not do it today. I need to come several times. They will be open. I can watch this. I can mock them. I can tell my other Muslim in the mosque. And we, I was having a big plan to attack the church, you know, and to, to prove the point is those people are infidels. Yeah. See what they're doing inside the church. So, so you were a pretty uh, dedicated Muslim. Correct. So were you praying five times a day? I and- was praying five times a day. I go to the mosque with my dad, my brother. I start memorizing the Quran since I was seven. Wow. And I was praying, in fact, to more than five prayer. Uh, any Muslim dedicated, he will pray more than five a day. Okay. You know, sometimes I will pray 20 times. Wow. Yeah. And in Islam system of prayers, you can pray more and save some of those prayers for later. <laughs> for later. Right? You, know, you if, store them up and then the next week you get off. Exactly. If if you can't. It's kind of like adding up sick days at work. Exactly. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And if you uh, love some people, they died and you wanted them to go to heaven or to have good works, you need to pray for them, you know, uh, uh, many times. And that's what I was really into Islam. Mm. I believe in prayer. I pray many times a day. Now, did you you get to a point where you felt that it was your duty to uh, kind of get rid of Christianity in a way or put it down or... Was that was that in your mind, no, it, or was this just something? It was, you... you know. I remember I was twenty three years at that yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, what I was just, you know, I uh, something came to my mind. I wanted to examine those infidels people. Yeah, something you know? to do. Yeah, and uh, you know, in our way to his home after the church, I told him, "Could you please give me uh, your prayer? I am interested in uh, knowing how you guys pray." And he wrote the Lord's Prayer in a piece of paper. I took it to his home, and in fact, I went to his room. I closed the door. I said, let me memorize this. If anyone asked me to pray, I will repeat this like in Islam. This way they will trust me. They will open for me, and I can find out what really those infidels are doing. And I took the Lord's Prayer. And I sit on his bed, and I close the door, and I start reading the first line, Our Father in Heaven. Wow, this is an amazing story. I, they should make this into a movie. It would be fantastic. <laughs> Anybody listening out there who's uh, involved in Hollywood, uh, pick up Daniel Messiah's book, Trader. Get in touch with him. His website is openthegates.org. He's got an incredible story. Stay with us. He's going to finish it with us and then tell us how to reach out to our Muslim neighbors. We'll be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. Not all home inspections are created equal. Joe DeMars and his team at Housemaster have performed inspections in San Diego for 22 years plus and performed over 10,000 inspections for commercial, multiple family, apartments, and residential. Call before you buy or sell. You'll have confidence knowing the true condition of the property. Call 619-660-7866, sandiego.housemaster.com. Home inspections, done right, guaranteed. 619-660-7866. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fastlane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-650-7866. 
619-222-0766. I'm giving it all away. No more hiding. No more stalling. I hear you calling me. And I'm coming. See me running. I give it. Thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego, every Sunday, 4 to 5 p.m., and all over the world at am1170theanswer.com. I also have a YouTube channel, Educate for Life Video. Check it out. It's got all kinds of shows. My guest tonight, Daniel Messiah, uh, comes from Egypt, and he converted out of Islam. I've, also, I've got shows on there with... Um, Tatch also who converted out of Islam. She's in another country in the Middle East. And both of them are now using their life experience, what they've been through to reach Muslims uh, for Christ. And it's amazing uh, uh, what they're doing. So, Daniel, you you left off here. You're you're trying to catch your friend uh, and find out what's really going on in the church. Women wearing bikinis and getting drunk and all this stuff you're thinking. Right. So so what what happens next? I start reading the first line in the Lord's Prayer, which is our Father in heaven, and I start laughing. I said, those people are really crazy <laughs> because they're calling God uh, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Father. Father means Daddy. I can call him uh, in Arabic Baba, you know, like Abba, Father. Yeah, yeah. And I started laughing and laughing. I said, you know, in Islam, no Muslim can dare to, to call Allah or God Father. That would be very dishonorable. Yeah, yeah. this is, was a blasphemy, you know, a huge blasphemy for me. And I said, Lord, why, why you didn't destroy those people? They are calling you Father. I can call you Baba. And I opened the window, and I started mocking and making joke. And remember, Egyptians are funny. Yeah. You know, and I started joking with God. I said, you are my daddy. You married to my mom. When does that happen? You know, because if I have a father, I have a mom. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was mocking uh, very bad the, the Lord's Prayer. And suddenly, uh, Kevin, boom, in, in, in my room, it filled with the Holy Spirit. And I felt God. You know, wow. I felt God in my room. <laughs> you know, and I felt his arm. Even uh, his face next to my face, and his voice was like you hearing me and oh, hearing man. you telling me, "Yes, I am your daddy. Whoa. I am your father." That's amazing. You know, and this is uh, exactly that it gives break, me chills. That's it, crazy. It break my heart. Yeah, and I start crying like a baby. <laughs> you know, the whole thing changed. I start telling him, "Why you left me twenty three years? Why you left me twenty three years?" Because the impact, yeah. his voice, his love, his hug was, you know, more than real for wow. me. I felt it. You know, it's someone in my room hugging me, you know, kissing me and telling me I am your daddy. That's you incredible. Now, and I went to sleep after I cried for a couple of minutes and uh, I wake up. Second day, I started reading the Bible. I told my friend to give me your Bible. Of course, he was there in the family room hearing me talking and crying. He told me later I, he was in shock, you know, because they read the Lord's Prayer in their church mm. many times and nobody's crying. Yeah. <laughs> but here is a Muslim guy reading the Lord's Prayer and he started crying, you know. 
anyway, to make the story short, uh, I took the Bible, I started to read in the Bible, and I found a big difference between Christ and Muhammad. Mm. You know, here is Jesus is uh, uh, walking the street of Jerusalem, you know, uh, and uh, touching people. Personal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, feeding people. Yeah. And healing and uh, raising the dead. You know, Muhammad, the prophet of Islam, he never did any miracle. Yeah. And all Muslims will agree, you know. He's, he claimed his miracle is, is the Quran. Mm. But anybody can come and claim his book is a miracle. But we need the second witness. Yeah. You know, uh, Moses has a second witness. He opens a sea. God used him in many miracles. Jesus the same. If really Muhammad is from God, uh, he should proclaim and perform miracles. Yeah, and it's all throughout the text. We see it that the sign of a prophet is a miracle is done. Exactly. It confirms uh, the presence of God. What What does a Muslim say if you bring this up? Do you do you? You have- know, they would say it's the Quran, mm-hmm. and even Muhammad himself in the Quran said, "I am just a man, mm. and I am here to give warning to people." But you know, uh, uh, Jesus when he came. You know, he was uh, in, in a form of man, but we know he was God. So yeah, yeah. The, the word became flesh. Yeah. Now, and, would you say, would you say, uh, Pastor Daniel, that a lot of Muslims are just completely unaware of what the Bible teaches? And, exactly. And it's not that they're outright rejecting Christ. It's that they don't know the Christ of the, of the Bible. Is that the case? Exactly. That's exactly the case, Kevin. And uh, thank you for, you know, uh, make it this simple. Yeah. It, I believe Muslims uh, deceived mm. in the whole world, you know, and in my book, in uh, my last chapter or two, uh, I uh, listed how Muhammad deceived uh, 1.5 billion mm. Muslims. Yeah. They are deceived. I was deceived. Yeah. Uh, he never uh, explain the truth about Jesus, about uh, the true God in the Quran. Yeah. You know, it's all deception. Do you think that if more Muslims were to hear uh, more plainly what the scriptures teach, that they would be drawn to the scriptures? Exactly. But the problem is uh, Christian afraid mm. to share with them. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I am teaching uh, very simple uh, three keys to reach out to Muslims. Okay. You know, first key, when you see any Muslim, talk about food. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't hit them with the Bible. You know, talk about food. Second key. In- I, I had somebody else on the, on the show who was talking about this, and she actually said, it's okay to invite yourself over for dinner. That's my second key. Is that true? That's <laughs> my second key. Okay. What you need to do is you can invite yourself. That's so, like, I feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, because you are an American. Yeah. But in our culture, it's okay to invite yourself to my house. Okay. And even, Can I come over tonight? Sure. Okay. You are That's most of the people after I preach in any church, yeah. they come to me and yeah, say, they ask Can that, I come? Yeah. Say, you are welcome. You know? Uh, 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 the, the key here is uh, Jesus' uh, way of reaching out was inviting himself to the people home. That's true, Zacchaeus, right? Zacchaeus, yeah. exactly. He told them, come down. 
I must eat a new home. <laughs> you, you see? <laughs> And if so we funny. really wanted to reach out to Muslim, follow the way of Jesus. I'm going to start teaching that it's the Christian thing to do to invite yourself over right? to dinner. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> And you test the good food. Yeah, that's you right. <laughs> And uh, this is, will be uh, your mission. Lower, yeah. my, lower my grocery bill there. Yeah. That's great. And the third key is uh, I prepared 50 question interview. And you can tell the Muslim, you know, uh, when you go to his home, hey, by the way, I am studying about Islam, and I would like to interview you. Most of the Muslim love interview. Wow. And you can get those 50 questions if you email me or uh, uh, send your request to open the gates. They will send it to you. Okay. It's a very fun 50 question, but it comes deeper and deeper, and you can make the interview in four, five, six session. And of course you will eat more. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Now, do you want to say your email on the air? Uh, you can email me at uh, Daniel at open the gates.org. Okay. Daniel at open the gates.org. Now are those 50 questions in your book trader? Uh, no, no, they are okay. sent directly to those who are interested in reaching out to Muslims. Okay, when we come back, my guest tonight is Daniel. He's, he has left Islam to follow Christ. He's from Egypt, Cairo, Egypt. And he's going to talk about what happened to him after he accepted Christ and what, some of what he's been through since then. We'll be right back. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at ExpressFixCoffee.com. There's got to be more than going back and forth from doing right to doing wrong cuz we were taught that too we Welcome back to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego, and you can stream it all over the world at am1170theanswer.com. My guest wrote a book called Trader, Daniel Messiah. He has been a traitor to Islam. That's what the whole story is about. And if you didn't get to listen to the previous segments, uh, he, he had a spiritual experience, an amazing experience experience with God essentially in the room with him, heard his voice audibly, felt his presence, his, his uh, cheek to cheek, uh, pretty amazing. And so pastor Daniel, what happened to you after this? You, you have this life change. How did your family react to, to what your decision? Yeah. Uh, after, uh, this first encounter with God, uh, in my room and I discover he's my daddy. Uh, I started going to church Now, not to watch Christians, but to know more about my father. Yeah. And everything I hear inside the church, 
I understand it. It makes sense. God is love. And he came in the flesh to die for my sin. And he wanted to save me. And it was making sense. Yeah. You know, if yeah. there is God, he should love me. Yeah. Because I, I am his creation. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he created us, you know. And uh, one of uh, the church leader invited me to a conference in Alexandria. And I went with them to the conference. It was a great, powerful conference. And the preacher there was preaching, Jesus can change your heart. Jesus can change your life. It touched me. Because many times in Islam, when I was a Muslim, praying, you know, asking Allah to change my life. But nothing happened. Mm. Here, I started hearing the message, and it touched me. It was real that, you know, I need to ask for change. I took a side, nobody see me even, I went to a corner of the conference and I nailed and I prayed, I said, Lord, if this guy really telling the truth and you can change people, I am ready. You know, and I repeat this prayer two, three times and boom, uh, another encounter, the Holy Spirit came like a shower this time and I felt God in inside my heart and I started speaking in tongues. Wow. And I am in Presbyterian Church, you know, not Pentecostal Church, <laughs> yeah, uh, not Calvary Chapel Church. And boom, 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 praising the Lord. Everybody knows this is Muhammad. And you know, I didn't even uh, read the Apostle of uh, the Apostle Paul about the gift. Of you the didn't Holy even Spirit. know about that yet. I, absolutely not. Wow. You know, and boom, I, I found like a river came to my heart and filled me, and I saw praising God with another. I decided after this one <laughs> from inside, really, it, it, uh, I filled with the spirit. I said, you know what? I will not be like my friend. I will not be like Christian. In You're like, this guy held out on me for too long. There's it, no way. It, exactly. Yeah. I need to share the gospel with my uh, family, my friends, everyone. Yeah. I went back home. I was excited. I told my family, I became a Christian. <laughs> Jesus changed my heart. And I didn't know this was the beginning of a great persecution. Mm. And everybody jumped on me. They started beating me. Your family? Me. Yeah, my family. My mom, my dad. Started punching my you? Oh, yeah, in the face. And my brother with his uh, feet started kicking me. And they put me down. And my mom wanted did to you, kill me. Did you, um, did you, were you aware that this was going to happen? Or were you no. just so excited that I you, was excited. Oh. I said, you know, this is something. They, they, they will be excited you know, that their son uh, became, you know, a new person. And you your know? mother wanted to kill you. Yeah, she put her nail uh, in my neck and everybody w- wanted to kill, to kill me. Uh, somehow, uh, you know, by God's grace, I was able to escape. And I ran to my church and uh, one of uh, my friends there hide me in his home. And uh, but in my heart, I need to share the gospel was a Muslim, even with everything happened in my house. That's you know? incredible. Now, what about your family today? Are they? Uh, my dad and my mom accepted Christ. They became praise Christian. God. That's incredible. Uh, they wanted to meet uh, the Lord. They died uh, a couple of years ago. But uh, uh, my daddy, my father, uh, have a dream, and Jesus appeared to him in the dream and told him, "Hey, uh, don't persecute Daniel. Daniel in the right path." And your new name will be Micah. And he woke up from the dream. He was afraid. 
and he know this was uh, Jesus Isa Isa in Arabic. You know, wow. the now name is, of Jesus. Is this kind of stuff happen uh, all happening over, all, all over the Middle East? In the Middle East. And I believe God uh, uh, deal with Muslim. The statistics show forty two percent of all Muslim convert uh, coming to know the Lord through vision, dream, or they hear God's voice. You know, like you yeah, hear me. Yeah, I I, I read about this uh, on the web frequently. Yeah. And I'm like, this is incredible. It's I, I, I'm like, I want to go. I want to. I want to see this. You know, uh, it, it's just unbelievable. It's so exciting. Yeah, and I start uh, to pray, Lord, uh, use my life, and uh, I make my commitment to share the gospel with ten Muslim every day. I will not sleep, and I will count them. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I will go to a bus full of people. I will go inside. And I would shout, hey, guys, have you heard about Jesus? And the whole bus, of course, looking to me, I saw preach, you know, moving from bus to bus, carrying like uh, four or five hundred Bible, small Bibles, the New Testament, giving to people while they are sitting in the bus. <laughs> you know, when I take uh, a taxi, you know, same thing. I would share with the taxi driver, with the people in the taxi driver, and I will count how many people i share today if i found there are eight i'm missing two i will go even in the middle of the night i stop a taxi and i will take uh, this taxi couple of blocks and guess who is number nine the taxi driver <laughs> and great. i will ask him to drop me and then i will take another taxi different guy back home that's number 10 that's a captive audience exactly in fact i have a, a funny story about this you know i will go to the high rising building and i will go inside the elevator and when the elevator door close i have a captive audience i will share the gospel with them that's you know? great and uh, these are I good start... strategies you got to write a book on evangelism yeah this was the holy spirit <laughs> yeah you know? and uh, after uh, a year and a half doing evangelism yeah in the street and buses everywhere one day i was in a taxi and i shared the gospel with a taxi driver and the taxi driver told me why are you sharing uh the gospel with me i'm a muslim did you ever know any muslim become a christian i said yes i know he said no you're lying if you show me one, I will go to church with you. I said, okay, me. He said, no, 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 you are a Christian. I said, no, here is my ID. I show him my ID in Egypt, and it, it, it has my name, Muhammad Kamel, because I wanted him to believe, Yeah, you know, there is Muslim are converting, coming to know the Lord. And uh, it's required by the law in any Egyptian ID to mark one of two boxes, a Muslim or a Christian. Wow. And he saw the box of Muslim checked. I told him, you will come to church like you promised. He said, of course, give me the address. And, uh, and instead of him coming to the church, he reported me to the secret police. And the secret police came to the church uh, building and they asked for me and I came out. They told me we need you for half an hour. And the half an hour became eight months in solitary confinement. And uh, I, I, I was excited. I know m many people, when, when they hear about uh, 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 persecution, they're afraid. But I wanted to encourage everyone uh, listening to us today, it is fun. Wow. To Solitary see, confinement. Yeah, to see <laughs> God's 
hand with you. That's amazing. You know, I, I witnessed to the sicker police officer and, uh, uh, you know, uh, and they took me to the attorney general uh, after that. And, uh, you know, uh, I can share more about yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? My guest is Daniel Messiah, and he's got an incredible testimony. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. He's going to tell us why he's so excited to be going to solitary confinement. We'll talk more. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. I will cast Welcome back to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. My website's educateforlife.org. My guest tonight is Daniel Messiah. He's the author of the book, Trader. You can buy it on Amazon. Uh, It's his entire story, which is phenomenal if you've listened to any of the show. His website is openthegates.org. If you shoot him an email, he'll give you the 50 questions to ask a Muslim uh, to, to develop a relationship and ultimately to help them think and share the gospel. So, uh, Pastor Daniel, um, you were talking about how you ended up in solitary confinement. Uh, what happens next and how, and how that was actually a, a good thing almost here? Yeah, uh, like I mentioned, uh, I was excited because, you know, now I became like a Paul. You know, I will be standing in front of authorities and share the gospel. And I was praying, Lord, use my life. And they transferred me after they arrested me. Uh, to the attorney general. And at his office, I was praying, Lord, you didn't bring me to this guy uh, for interrogation. You need to give me something, Lord, for this guy. Because this guy needs Jesus, you know. And the Lord gave me three questions. And those three questions, in fact, I I have them in the interview, Mm. you know. And I told him, Mr. Risham, I will ask you three questions. If you answer them, I will deny Jesus. I will renounce my faith go back to Islam, and I will bring a lot of Christians to Islam. But if you didn't answer them, you need to read the Bible and take Christianity seriously. And the guy said, okay, go ahead. And now I'm interrogating him. <laughs> that's the funny <laughs> yeah, part. That's great. Yeah. I told him the first question, does Allah loves you in Islam? Can you, can you say Allah loves me? He said, I don't know. Because in Islam, in the Quran, you know, Allah uh, loves only certain people. You know, the people who are praying hard, you know, they are uh, not a sinners. 
But Allah never loves sinner in the Quran. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows he's a sinner. Yeah. And their answer is, I don't know. I told them, if you die today, where are you going? He said, I don't know. You know, uh, Kevin, in the Quran, uh, in chapter uh, 1791, verse 91, the Quran stated, all Muslims will go to hell. There is no uh, eternity uh, for any Muslim. No security. At all. Uh, yeah. At all. And the, no matter how good you are. Yeah. Even if you're praying 20 times a day. The only way to go to heaven, if you committed jihad, jihad in the sake of Islam and Allah, you will granted heaven. Mm. But this is the only condition. And of course, not all Muslims believe in jihad you know? and the majority of them would would probably deny that exactly yeah uh, and that was the second question i told him uh, where are you going if you died yeah he said i didn't know does allah loves you he said i didn't know so then the third question is allah able in islam to change people he said no allah will never change anybody and the verse in uh, in the quran uh, uh saying uh, uh, Allah will never change anybody you know and I told them Mr. Hisham did you notice your uh, answer Allah does not love you you didn't know that Allah will not take you to heaven and Allah is not able to change you why are you following Allah yeah God? yeah and he doesn't have any answer his eyes was big I have four soldiers around me with guns and all of them listening then he turned the table and he told me, is God loves you in Christianity? I said, yes, God loves me. He came from heaven to earth. He died on the cross for my sin. He said, where are you going if you die today? I said, I'm going to heaven. And I can't prove it to you here in your office. He said, how? I said, I know who you are. You are the attorney general of all Egypt. And I'm not scared of you. I know what you are capable to do. With your signature, I will be behind the sun. And Egyptian expression means I will disappear. Yeah. But even if you do that, I know where I'm going. That's why, you know, I'm not afraid of you. You know, I know I'm going to heaven. And he asked me the third question, is, is God able to change people in Christianity? I said, of course. That's why I am in your office. Because Jesus changed my life. You know, you didn't arrest me for any crime. You know, my only crime is I became a new person in Christ. And of course, he get upset. He can't find anything to arrest me, you know, to put me in prison for. He asked me two sensitive questions. He told me, what do you think about the Quran? You know, is the Quran from God? Mm. You know, I told him, don't be sensitive. Don't take it personally. The Quran does not worth three pennies. And uh, the guy who writes the report in his office, he told him, sir, do you want me to write this in the report? Because he will write that with his own hand. The Quran does not work three pins. He said, yeah, write this. And the guy started shouting, oh, Allah, forgive me. Oh, Allah, forgive me. You know, and then he asked me the second question. Uh, what do you think about the Prophet Muhammad? I told him, don't be sensitive. Don't take it personally. Muhammad can be anything. 
but not a prophet from God. And the guy again asked him, you know, sir, do you want me to write this in the report? He said, yeah, write this. The guy starts shouting more and more and more. Oh, Allah, forgive me. Oh, Allah, forgive me. And by answering those two questions, he signed my paper to put me eight months in solitary confinement. Wow. And I was excited again because now I will have a captive audience, all the prisoners. But the authority knows that I am speaking to all people. And you're not afraid. <laughs> yeah, they lock me in my cell. Uh, no bed, no cover, no shower. I am not allowed to change my clothes, uh, brush my teeth, and one meal a day, and no bathroom. My bathroom was a coffee can with sharp edges. I used to take my shoes to cover the edges to use it as a restroom. Wow. You know, and you can imagine you smelling all of this. Oh, yeah. You know, for I'm, eight months. I'm allowed to take my coffee can once a day to clean it in the restroom, bring it back, and the, the meal is lentils, you know, and it's very dirty. And uh, bugs all over, you know. Uh, don't compare that to your prison here. Yeah. You know, uh, the funny thing is I went to uh, share the gospel in the prison. There was one chaplain, and the minute they opened the prison, I said, wow, <laughs> this is a hotel. Oh, yeah. You know, compare to the Egyptian prison. Here they give them bed, cover, hot water, yeah. cold water, yeah. beds, TV. Cable. Cable <laughs> and Cox cable. I yeah. didn't have a Cox cable no. in my house here. No, this is like but, a resort. Yeah, it's right. like retirement or something, right? Yeah, our yeah. government giving the, the criminal the message, if you can't afford it, go commit a crime and we will host you in our hotel. 40000 a year. Yeah. yeah. But uh, after that, and as all uh, uh, prisoners start coming. Uh, to my door, cell window, and they start asking me, what is your crime? You know, because they're suspicious, you know? Yeah. I said, a Muslim became a Christian. They start saying, wow, you're crazy. And I start sharing the gospel with everyone. All the prisoners hear the message, and my nickname was Bishop Muhammad inside <laughs> the prison. That's amazing. And after that, they, they can't hold me too much. They release me because of my brother and my uncle. And uh, I got released, and uh, I moved uh, as a missionary to Spain and from Spain to United States. And uh, at the end, I know we have a few seconds left. Yeah. I wanted to encourage all Christians listening to us today, don't be afraid. You know, God brought all of those people to our own backyard. Yeah. Because he loves the Muslim, and we, we must use the opportunity because the mission field is in our own backyard. Absolutely. And uh, today is the day of good news. Yeah, that's and fantastic. And we remain silent. If we remain silent, punishment will take over us. That's right. And don't be afraid because your prison, your prison here in America is a hotel. <laughs> that's right. Openthegates.org. My guest was Pastor Daniel Messiah. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Kevin. And uh, stay with us. Uh, we'll be with us. Sorry, we'll be back next week, 4 to 5 p.m. Get his book, Trader, OpenTheGates.org. We'll, we'll be back next week. Thanks a lot. 
Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, a regular feature on AM 1170, The Answer. Learn more about Kevin and his work online at his website, educateforlife.com. That's educateforlife.com. You'll find great resources, ideas, and even video classes there to help you grow and understand what in the world is happening. Encourage your friends to listen for great guests and intelligent analysis of the stories that shape our lives. Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, exclusively on AM 1170, The Answer. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? 